Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 48 of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to be talking about some crazy happenings over in Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and at Disney World with some exciting things like Fast Pass, some really cool dining events coming up in the next month or so, at Walt Disney World, the Appetizing Occasion Collection, and also going to talk about trying to book a Disney vacation for early spring. Man, it seems hard to do these days. And we're going to talk about some of the pros and cons of what we've been experiencing the past couple of days, all on this week's episode. Hey guys. Hello. Sup, 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 sup. We, uh, just as before we were uh, starting to record this episode, we got the terrible news that Kobe Bryant just died in a plane crash or a helicopter crash. So that kind of put a damper on the moods before we got started, but super sad. Yeah, that's, it's just so crazy. Like, you, you just never know. You just never know when you it's your time. You just never know. That's so true. And I mean, I think it just reminds us to take some time and, you know, reach out to our family that we haven't talked to in a while because, you know, we only have today, it seems like. So such a sober reminder, but wanted to bring that up, even though this probably won't be live till tomorrow, which is Monday, but literally just happened as we were setting up. So crappy data, crappy thing to go into for for Sunday. But hey, y'all, it's Annie at WDD Collective. And with me, as always, is my most wonderful co-host. Hi guys, Brady Cam here, and I am so happy to be back this week. I know, we're getting back on our weekly schedule. I feel so proud of us. <laughs> it's been so crazy. It's just the holidays are over, so we're not like being pulled in 325,000 different directions. Like, it'll be okay. We made it. <laughs> Looks like we made it. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're doing we're doing our best. We're doing the most. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this this podcast is literally one of the bit of it's one of the things I look most to during my week uh in getting, you know, ready for it. So it's like I'm always very thankful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we got some really interesting uh topics to discuss today. First of which, um, as you know, Rise of the Resistance not uh, this past week just opened uh, uh, at Disneyland. It's been open mm-hmm. uh, since December uh, at the uh, Holly- at Hollywood Studios Galaxy's Edge version. But it sounds like they're having some issues. Yeah, uh, I mean, as a lot of new rides will, sure. uh, stuff comes up, and I guess after hours of waiting. A lot of people got disappointed because it ended up breaking down yeah, that's not indefinitely. Cool. Um, I don't know if it's back up. I'm sure it's back up by oh, now because sure. yeah. I haven't heard anything else about it. But yeah, I was uh, just scrolling through the the Instagrams and went through somebody's story and they're like, well, 
uh, I was the last person to ride the ride for the day and it just opened. And I was like, oh, damn. All those people who waited <laughs> I would, all uh, day. Well, they I think they're still, they're also doing the boarding group slash lottery like they've done previously for um, Millennium Falcon's Smuggler's Run. Um, so I think they're still doing that too. So hopefully people... We're not waiting. They were probably doing that really super crazy early morning wait to see what boarding group you get into. I don't know how people do that. Oh, yeah. Actually, here's an interesting question. So if you do that super – and please reach out to us on whatever social media form you'd like to, guys. Those those links are in the show notes. But if you get there at the Ask Dawn, like all these people who are way better – bigger fans, apparently, than I am. So, like, if you get in your boarding group, are you able to, like, go back to your hotel or do you have to, like, stay in the park? Like, I don't know if it's like Ooh. all of a sudden you lose That's your place. That's a good question. I'm curious. So if anyone knows, let us know. We'll make a post about it. We will credit you. <laughs> yeah, that's that. a really good question because my mom and I are trying to make a plan for when we go mm-hmm. in May for our little family reunion. And apparently uh, they were doing this thing that they would let people in super freaking yeah. early. Like the park would open at 9 they would let people in at seven it, it, earlier than that. But yeah. Yeah. And, and then like, then they would start doing that. But then all the people who got there at nine, when the park opened, were out of luck for the day. Right. Uh-oh. What? Uh, I just had a notification that I lost the connection. to the Oh, server, you're, but it's you're here. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I don't know. Cause seven o'clock is so early and then like does the whole party need to be there or can you just send a mole in let them be up at the ass crack at dawn let them book your your pass and then come back to the hotel or they can stay there the whole day if you can't go back to the hotel and then you can meet up with them later look at we are thinking of all these potential and i think i'm sure a lot of you guys are are thinking the same thing if you are going to um be visiting disneyland and still disney world is still doing boarding groups too i believe uh, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, actually, because mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about this in a minute about fast passes. But um, yeah, there's a lot of that's a that's a huge question for me. We, you know, guys, let us know. Contact us on social media. Don't be a weird stalker like I've been dealing with. But, um, but <laughs> also, also, don't, don't be rude. rude about it. Don't be like rolling your yeah. eyes. Like, <laughs> News. If you know the answer and we don't, don't judge us. Don't come for us. I know we have a podcast. <laughs> Literally anyone can have a podcast. So settle down. <laughs> I actually saw a, a good post. Speaking of everyone having a podcast, I saw a good tweet today from my friend Seti or not, and he said somebody was like, "Oh, he was like, uh, this person was down talking podcasts." Oh. They're like, "Oh, anybody could have a podcast. It's so easy." So he hit record. And was like, "Give me an episode," and she was speechless. That's very she true. couldn't do it. So I don't, I don't think anybody could. I think you have to a if you're going to have a partner like you and I, you have right. to have a chemistry, and b you need to be entertaining. Like so, you need to So get yes, it. I'm really glad you said that because when I say every everyone can have podcasts, yes, if you have the appropriate like and I'm not talking about the means because this is like you're not having to it could be anyone. Like that's what it's like a grassroots movement essentially is podcasting. It, just like YouTube is, right? right? Like literally right. anyone can become famous if you have the the wherewithal and the content and the, you know, a decent microphone um to 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 do it. <laughs> so so it's yeah so anybody could but not everybody, but not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> or should 
Because there are two million podcasts out there. I don't know if you if you happen to know that random piece of data, but like I can't imagine. And, and think about how many. Like if you, there's usually only there. There's a top fifty that people really track. You know what I'm saying? Out of two million, yeah, and it's it's still such a small market compared to like the rest of the entertainment world. Um, it's 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 growing exponentially, but it's still a very very small sector. And it's also like if you look at like the people who listen to podcasts, it's also a very small portion of the population. So it's 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 interesting. If you're like a data nerd like me, you get interested in that stuff. Oh, hey, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When are the Dude, fast passes? Fast passes, finally, because I'm not, again, because I don't, I'm not getting up early for no man unless it's work, unless it's work related, <laughs> I guess. And I have a meeting or something where I'm getting physically paid to be there. Um, even then, even I think though, even the, yeah, you're right. Even then, I'm like, oh, God, really? <laughs> but um, I've been waiting for the fast passes to happen. And so, only with Smuggler's Run, guys. So this is not for Rise of the Resistance. It's still too new. There is no there is no date. They're saying, you know, for the foreseeable future, there's not a date for when Fast Passes are going to start for Rise of the Resistance. But for Smuggler's Run, it is starting on February 19th. So when did it? Yeah, it's not bad. Well, that's good, though. You know, that's still, that's still you know, at least one of the two you can It'll start getting Fast Passes for. And then get your boarding pass for the other one. Yeah. Um, it opened back in... Oh, no. This one was August. Se- That's right. It was August 29th. Remember? Because we bitched the whole time because it was the same day as Food and Wine. But it ended up not making a big... It ended up really not causing an issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then because I got That's to go right. to that soft opening when we went for the... Was so cool. Uh, oh, that was so cool. Unmarathon. Um, <laughs> I know. People want to be me. Guys... Hit up, hit up my PayPal. I'm selling a high five for a hundred dollars each. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, yes. Be and nice I'm excited because I haven't you. read, or I haven't read. Wow, I haven't written. <laughs> I haven't read. <laughs> I haven't written Smuggler's Run yet because uh, again, I'm not dealing with the boarding groups. And then the last time I was, or not the last time I was there. When I was there at Disney World, the wait time was 60 minutes, which I actually would have wait, waited for, but we had reservations for Oga's Cantina, which as we know are hard to come by. So I wasn't going to give that up. And then when we were at mm-hmm. Disneyland a couple weeks ago, um, the standby line was very, very long. I was like, no, thank you. It was longer than an hour. So I was like, no, but I'm excited because I want to finally ride it. Even though people, I feel like people get mixed reviews, but I'm, I just want to, I'm as such a huge Star Wars nerd, I really want to just be in the, the Millennium Falcon. So that's really exciting for me. It's, it's really cool. Um, it, my only thing is that like with Flight of Passage, obviously it's all like virtual reality, like 3D or whatever. And you put your glasses on and you're flying around on this thing. But that one doesn't make me nauseous. The Smuggler's Run definitely made me nauseous. And I think it's because you have to watch the screen and then you also interact with it. So you have to press your buttons in time because it's a game and you get a score at the end. Um, And so like it's a lot of looking at the screen, looking at which buttons you have to push and then looking at the screen. Because it's not like, you know, an Xbox controller, which has been around for 100,000 years. So you know where, Mm -hmm. you know, A, B, X, Y are. 
it's like these random buttons and you don't know where they are. You just know that you need to look for them and push them. So you're moving around, the screen's moving around, you're moving your head and it just made, it made me a little sick. Uh, but I, I'm also hearing that people are getting that same kind of uh, motion sickness on Rise of the Resistance. And we all know I haven't watched the videos. And me either. I haven't watched them um, either yet. So I just don't understand. I don't understand how. You know, like it's like, what about that ride is making people motion sick? So I guess I'll see when yeah, I go in I, May. I, I, I have. I don't know what to expect with Rise of the Resistance. I still haven't watched any videos, and I usually like to watch them ahead of time just because I don't like to get really surprised with super. With I don't know. I just I don't like. I don't know why. I get like weird about it. But I do want to know what it's like because I feel like watching it and experiencing it are two different things. So, so same thing with trailers, right? And I know you're, if you guys are longtime fans of the show, you know, Brady doesn't watch trailers, movie trailers. So like for mm-hmm. me, it's like I can still watch it and still have so many more questions in my head and still like want to experience it. But you like the whole experience in one shebang. So that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're better than me. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll give in and I'll watch a trailer, you know, but I, it's typically on mute, um, or it's just a teaser or, or it'll be like the very last trailer. That's like, Oh, final trailer for this movie releases tomorrow or whatever. And I'll watch that one just to see what I'm getting into. Like, do I want to go see it? Um, so I don't know. I still haven't seen star Wars. What? (laughs) You have Disney plus. (laughs) Yeah. There is. Oh, the new one. The new one. Oh, oh. I mean, I've seen all the Flowers movies. Yeah, <laughs> I no, haven't I, either. I, haven't I, I never got one. a chance. Um, when it came out, like I was traveling and I didn't have time, and I, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm in the same bo- I'm in the same boat, which is shocking for someone like me. But also, like I've seen, unfortunately, on YouTube, it'll just come up, like it'll show like the ending, like or near the ending of the movie which and i'm like the hell like because <laughs> people put like these tribute videos up so it's like then you know kind of what happened and it's so annoying because i'm like dude i have not seen the movie yet. yeah i'm i'm lucky i haven't stumbled upon any any spoilers yeah, yet that was a uh, quite the spoiler but i mean obviously I'll, I'll still watch it and people they had such mixed reviews about it anyways people need to settle down and take movies for what they are you know what i mean I know, and like the biggest complaint I heard about it was that it's it was a little too fan servicey. But I'm like, isn't a sequel supposed to be fan servicey? Like, what if, if they made a sequel and then had it like not like taking place in space at all yeah. with no lightsabers? People I would know, be pissed no one's gonna be happy because they want to see the lightsabers. No like, it's a freaking yeah. movie. Everybody still likes it back in their seat. Like, sure, like there are some things that I, I I get that are questionable. Like there are some choices. Like obviously, like I'm not a fan of the prequels. I will tell you that right now. Um Is anybody? <laughs> you know what though? I do like the third one. I do like Revenge of the Sith. Um, I like that one. The third I love the third prequel. I really, really do. The first two, especially Attack of the Clones, are garbage. And I don't I mean, I will flat out say that. But also, I take it for as a movie. Like, I'm not going to take it that seriously. I'm like, yeah, it didn't, like, ruin my life, though. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Some people take it so seriously. <laughs> my life is ruined. Yeah. So, anyways, that's, <laughs> that's the news coming out of Galaxy's Edge. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm very excited. Hopefully, I'm going to, hopefully, and we'll talk about this later in the show, uh, going to visit the first week of April for my usual birthday trip. But who knows <laughs> what's going on there? I believe uh, in you. I hope so. So annoying. You'll make it work. I know you will. So, 
So here's something that is super. So as we uh, create our agenda for the, our rundown for this week's episode, um, we use obviously different sources, and uh, and we of course use Disney Parks blog, um, which is you know the direct straight from the horse's mouth source of or source of information. And I didn't know this was an ongoing thing, and and I always learn really interesting facts about like events that are going on at Disney World, even like above like the regular news sources like you know WDWNT or the Laughing Place or any of those places that are like constantly churning out news. Like I always find different stories there, and this is no um, exception to that. This is called appetizing occasions. I had no idea that Disney parks disney world in this in this or actually no they did include one of at, at disneyland but I, i'm not including it in this little story here but um i'm like if you were a local or even if you know if you're going especially if you're going as adults check that out they, it's called appetizing occasions they always highlight it on the disney parks blog and they're these really cool dining events that occur throughout the parks so they listed the ones that are coming up here in um, february uh, so the first one is called field to feast with Disney chefs and um, two of these here both um, benefit the Second Harvest Food Bank, which is of course fantastic, specifically the one located in Central Florida. And um, this is February twenty second. It's from two thirty to five thirty. It is a progressive dinner um, featuring food from Toledo, which is the new restaurant in the Grand Torino uh, Tower. In um, uh, God, I'm like barfing. Uh, Corn. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Topolino's, which is the new restaurant that's on top of the Riviera Resort. Tiffin's from uh, Animal Kingdom, the Brown Derby, and Hollywood Studios, Golden Oak, which we've talked about. The poop. Which one? <laughs> the poop. Oh, my God. I forgot the about poop. that. What episode is that? I don't even <laughs> remember, remember. But I was. It sounds like a poop. <laughs> it does. You're taking a Brown Derby. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god. Excuse me, guys. I'll be right back. I, I have to go take a brown I totally forgot about that. That is so funny. I think it's one of our earlier episodes. <laughs> no. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Actually, I think it's called like the Brown Derby episode. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but <laughs> I was wondering when you say a uh, progressive meal, that's like with like multiple yeah, courses. Yeah, so it's got right? like multiple courses in featuring food from these different restaurants so so and this is like just a small list so they have like the epcot like the epcot chefs um chefs coming from golden oak which um and we talked about this if you haven't listened to our crown collection episode um listen to it because it's our fanciest episode ever um where we talk about the crown collection uh which are really like the really high-end stuff you could do at disney world and golden oak is like the high-end living community uh not far from the parks and like you can't, you can't even touch a house for their less than one point five million. It's crazy. You crazy. crazy. But it's cool, and all of the cocktails and wine are going to be specifically paired with each dish picked by George Miliates, who is the head of Wine Bar George. Uh, so that's really cool. I would love that, and he's very cool on social media. If you're not following him, he's really interactive with people, and I love that. But. I think it's so it's 175 a person and apparently this this has um, been going on for about six years it's been selling out every year so go to edibleorlando.com that's where you're able to get your tickets I would be on this if I was uh 
either a local or if I was visiting at this time, because that's awesome. Yeah, that'd be definitely something new that I haven't done. Like my, I, I would say my dining experiences uh, are pretty normally like I have like a, a pattern, you know. Uh, I don't typically do anything different, which I guess I should. I've done some different things, just not a whole lot as far as dining goes. I've never really done, and we've talked, and I think we did talk a lot about it in the Crown Collection about some of the ongoing like dining events that are going. This this one's like a date specific one. Yeah. But I really want to take part in these, especially like because this is a podcast for people who go without kids. So take advantage of these. I think for the amount of food that you'll probably get and because your drinks are being paired by wine bar George himself, um, I think that's a fit. Because if you think about it, if you're going to – say you're going to California Grill. I was talking about this with my in-laws yesterday. Um, you know, when you're going to these high-end restaurants, I mean, you're no joke probably at least spending 200 bucks. Oh, yeah. Per, per, you know what I mean? Like, if you're getting wine, you have cocktails, you have the entrees are like $30 plus, And again, the signature dining places. If you get dessert, like, it's going to add up. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you're getting to try food from so many different places at the Walt Disney World Resort. I'm like, in, I'm into it. Into it. Into it. <laughs> and then on February 6th, uh, it is called Chef's Night. Um, same, uh, so it is also put on by the Second Harvest Food Bank uh, along with Walt Disney World Resort, but it's specifically benefiting, which I think this is really cool. It's the Darden Foundation Community Kitchen Culinary Training Program. It is mouthful. Say that <laughs> 10 times fast, yeah. everybody. <laughs> but, um, it's a really cool program. It's a 16 week training course, um, in like cooking and life skills for adults, um, to help them get back into the workforce, which I think is so cool. Um, so this is specifically with a lot of the famous chefs throughout, um, throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. And, um, they also have another master psalm pairing drinks. I didn't write down his name. It's not George, who was also a master psalm. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. So that's February 6th. That one's really coming up quick. Um, and that you could buy your tickets, um, at the Second Harvest Food Bank website. Which is cool. Whoa. Did you fall? <laughs> No, my cats have been duking it out for the last, like, 15 minutes. Oh, jeez. They just keep chasing each other around. They're they're little, they're little in a turds. weird mood. Sheila's been in a weird mood today, too. I don't know if there's something Must be there. a full moon. Is it a full moon? I don't know. I don't know. It might be. Damn cats. They, they crazy. They crazy. So we got one more, um, one more dinner, and this one is um, the uh, Circle of Flavors Harambe Night. Uh, so they've been doing this dining event at the Animal Kingdom, and we've talked about this quite a few times um, since pretty much since our last uh, – when we were there for the Unmarathon. Like, it's mm -hmm. really becoming, like, a hot spot for dining and for, like, kind of being there a lot later. Usually that was, like, a half-day park, and maybe this could still be a half-day park, but you're doing it, like, the later half of the day because the food is fantastic. Like, you can't Which say – is hard because, like – when I would do um, a half day at Animal Kingdom, I would always do the morning at Animal Kingdom and then go over to Epcot yeah. at night, afternoon, so that I could, you know, go to the, the na like, right to the nations. But now it's like, I want to be at Animal Kingdom much longer, but I also don't want to take time away from Epcot. So, right. 
Uh, I I feel exactly the same way. And so now that I've experienced nighttime, I think, what, two times now? Nighttime Mm -hmm. at Animal Kingdom. Like, now I'm like, oh, I kind of want to spend some more time here. I've never had a full meal at at Tiffin's. We've only um, just gone to Nomad Lounge, which is Mm -hmm. the absolutely most – one of the nicest uh, lounges on Disney property. Um, It's the lounge connected to Tiffin's. So nice. We spent a lovely afternoon there. Prime air conditioning, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Prime the, air conditioning. The drinks are phenomenal. The charcuterie board, which I, I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but I've gone vegetarian. And what? Yes, yes, guys. Let's let's drop this ball. Let, I'm gonna drop this level of explosion yet. Okay. Plot twist. <laughs> let's take a quick pause. Let's take a quick pause here. Annie has gone vegetarian and vegan when I can be. So <laughs> <laughs> vegan. Vegan when cheese isn't applied? <laughs> well, no, because, like, I, I will, unless, like, I have no other option. So, like, I will try to be vegan. Wow. Unless, exactly, that, that sound effect needs to go off. I will try to be vegan unless I have no other option. So I'm not going to be, like, that person who's that asshole who's like, I'm vegan and I can't. I'm not going to be that person. Like, I have to go to a company dinner on Monday and we're going to a steakhouse. I'm going to eat steak, okay? Everyone get off my ass. I'm not going to be that person <laughs> because it, you know what I mean? Like if I'm not going to make a big deal about it, like, but it, I'm going to consciously, you know, try to practice as much as I can. So like, I haven't had a piece of meat, which sounds funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> since, Oh, I think since the beginning of January. Wow. Yeah. Th- there it is. There it is. Yeah. So, um, and it's been, <laughs> so we all know my love of charcuterie boards. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm like thinking that's literally going to come to an end. To an end, guys. I'm not happy about it. And I'm not going to like freak out. Like, I don't want, like, and also if you're listening to this and you're vegan, first off, God bless you. It's very hard. Um, Second of all, you don't need to let everybody know every time. You don't need to let everyone know all the time. But also, like, (laughs) don't get on my ass if I eat a charcuterie board, okay? (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. I'm trying right. to like practice it as much as I can. So it's funny. Like I've wanted to go vegetarian for or and vegan for a long time. And mine's purely from an animal aspect. Like I just feel that there are many other sources of food that we can get that serves our nutritional needs and not have to kill animals. So that's been me. That's my personal thought. I'm not like pushing this on y'all. Okay. My husband all of a sudden decided he wanted to go vegan vegetarian for health reasons. Like just he thinks it's healthier. So it took me, I don't know how many years to get him on this bandwagon. So now he's agreement. So now we're both doing it. Hmm. So it's going to be interesting when we go to the parks and, you know, although I've seen there's, there's some uh, vegan accounts since vegan Disney, vegetarian Disney accounts that now I got to start following and paying attention. Oh yeah. My to. cousin, my cousin, um, Vanessa, one of the ones, one of the two that work at Disney, She's vegan mm. and she still has a wonderful time, especially at Epcot because yeah. they're all, they have so many vegan options. And I've tried those vegan options. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, and they're so good. Like the impossible freaking oh, impossible uh, meatballs. So good. I was 100% convinced that they were lying to people. <laughs> I was like, this is beef. This ain't real. <laughs> this is beef. This is beef. <laughs> well, and you know, and we talked about this on previous episodes that Disney has expanded their uh vegan menus significantly um and it happened i think actually i think it happened over the summer uh that they expand and we we actually did we did talk about it in one of our episodes so um for those of you who are also vegetarian slash vegan or at least i'm trying to be and i'm not like the only time i'll cave 
is I'll probably cave for a charcuterie board at, at, at Nomad Lounge, let's be very honest. Or the ones that I know are super good, like California Girls charcuterie board is, is clutch. Very, very good. Who else has got a fire charcuterie board at Disney? I'm trying to think. Not um, not Uba's. That... I'll tell you that right now. That one is not good. That literally has string cheese on it, and they tried to like pass it. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Some baby bell cheese. Some baby bell cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one inside uh, Italy. Uh, t- oh, Tito Tito Gusto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tito yeah, Gusto's, I won't. Yeah. I won't say no to that either. So they also have a fantastic mocha uh, martini. Oh, that's right. I tasted it. It was so. I mean, <laughs> we so love good. we love Tito Gusto on this show. So yeah. So I'm not going to be weird about it, but. Yeah, so the object is to not get them, but we'll see. <laughs> but anyways, this 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 is an uh, event. <coughs> I'm dying now because I'm vegan. Oh. Um, <laughs> How did she die? How'd she died. She, she was, was a, a vegan. vegan. Um, <laughs> actually, here's a- as I look at my bean and cheese burrito that I've been waiting to oh, eat. Oh, I bet that's really good. Um, and actually, you know what I find? It's so interesting to. I don't know if you guys, if anybody follows my personal account, I'm not going to shout it out here. But if you do, and you know me, um, you know I have been on a vegan cooking journey, and so. <laughs> It's it's been really interesting. I guess that does make sense. Now that you say it out loud, like two and two, I've like I've I'm a slow learner, okay? No, but I wasn't like <laughs> proclaiming it to the world. I mean, I obviously am proclaiming it to the world on this podcast, but like I'm not like openly going, I'm vegan. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna be that person. Like if that if you have nothing else but something that has cheese in or like eggs in it, like I'm gonna eat it. I'm not gonna be a dick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So moral of the story. <laughs> so so this is cool. So they are do this is something that's been going on, but this is called Circle of Flavors. Um, it's a progressive dining event. So when we say progressive here, there's like different locations like near the Harambe Market in uh Animal King Disney's Animal Kingdom, where they have live music and activities and snacks and beverages, quality snacks. quality cocktails uh throughout Animal Kingdom. And this this I love the food in Animal Kingdom because it's very different. It's not, I mean, you could still get like, I have to have my popcorn and a beer for me to watch Rivers of Light, the night show, <laughs> but. I have to have like popcorn and yeah, like but, a Long Island yeah, iced tea to get yeah, through <laughs> Yeah, I know. I actually, I love Rivers of Light. I, I, gave, I gave it shit in the last episode because I saw Color, uh, World of Color and it embarrasses Rivers of Light, but it's still a very nice show. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty it's just boring to me like there, it's not like phantasmic or illumination yeah, it's, super exciting. it's just pretty and they changed it they took away the witch do- the witch oh, doctors, the witch doctors that tell the story oh. yeah um on the two like wow uh like sailboat yeah. things that go across there used to be witch doctors on there that would like dance and tell the story and then like that was the interesting part and then they're gone that fancy wow yeah so um and this all culminates in a dinner that's in the Harambe market with, again, the I love, I love getting like, there's like a little bar right next to Harambe market. We all stopped there and we got drinks and <laughs> right across is a bathroom. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the reason why we stopped there. But um, there- <laughs> we're like, ooh, a bathroom, oh, ooh, a bar. <laughs> we get some wine. And then we took that wine and went on Kilimanjaro <laughs> and had a rowdy time. We went on a safari. We safari. Unfortunately for Disneyland <laughs> for wine. 
it wasn't really in Africa. It wasn't a real safari. <laughs> it wasn't a real safari. But um, yeah. So it, I love the bands that play in Harambe Market. It's so the music. I I love African music. I think it's absolutely stunning. The uh, Lion King soundtrack has always been one of my most favorite. Um, especially the Broadway one because it was even more authentic, I think. But anyways, uh, I love the music there. The food's fantastic in the area. I would uh, absolutely love it. You can book this directly through uh, the Disney website. So you can go ahead and, and, and book your seat there. And this one's family friendly. So this one you can bring kids to. Um, so if you got kids, <laughs> not like us, <laughs> Un- unlike us, or wait, did I say that right? Unlike us. Yeah, we don't. No. Moral stories, we don't have kids. We ain't <laughs> we no kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> but this is family friendly, so you could so you can bring it there. And you'll also need your park admission, too. So it's one of those things where you got to tag on a little extra, which is a little annoying. But here we are. But it's cool. The theater VR. I know. But um, speaking of trying to book things like reservations or hotel reservations or that segue coming in dude i'm not good at segways i'm not as good as you are but today we're here for it i learned from elvis (laughs) duran and um so if you're if you've listened to our show for the over the past you know over a year now um i normally go i go to disney obviously multiple times a year but i always go for my birthday which is the first week of april and or so we try to go some some time around that and sometime in april so my husband and i usually book our trips now i know this is not what everyone does some people book their trip at least a year in advance and so that if that's the way you're cool you're probably better off than i am actually in what we're going to talk about here but normally we book it about two months in advance um and we go to just book our hotel and try to get our adrs our advanced dining reservations and our fast passes and uh i'm a i'm an annual pass holder my husband is not um so i can book my fast passes whenever i please but (laughs) poor nikki has to uh has to wait till we get his ticket so we were trying to check out some dates whether it was in late march or in through april and let me tell you, I don't know what is going on other than the Flower and Garden Festival, which is my personal favorite Epcot festival. It is impossible to book a hotel for less than $400. Impossible. Like, we're going to... Oh, go it, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just going to say, like, it, it is getting difficult. And, like, we all talked about... I mean, we've talked about my opinion on Shades yeah. of Green here. Uh, a long time ago but at this point now it's like even the all-star sports resorts like i'm not paying 180 dollars a night for all-star sports sorry not doing right like why because i remember three years ago i booked it for 60 dollars a night like i'm not it it just it just blows my mind And, and it's so crowded and like even military prices um because not every room is a I mean, I don't know how to say it. Like, they, they, they take the, the mm-hmm. resort, right? And then they divvy it up into regular prices, Florida resident prices, uh, like, the deals that they have, like, for, you know, worldwide. And then they have military right. rooms. So it's all divvied up. So if they don't have any military rooms left, then you can't stay there for the military price. Luckily, I'm still a Florida resident, and so is Matt, so we can try, you know, that way and pass holder. So we can try that way, but like at this point, Shades of Green is like the cheapest 
um, way to go, but you don't get all of the perks, right. you know, like staying there. And it smells like a freaking old people. You said that last time. I was like, oh, that's not good. That's not good, guys. I mean, it's really, 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 yeah. really pretty. But it does need, like, new carpets and just to be updated because it, it just smells like it's been there. Yeah, that's that's a, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And so what, what we're doing here uh, while we're recording is I was just going to plug in the dates that I'm thinking of going, or that Nick and I are thinking of going, because just to give you an idea of like kind of what we're dealing with, and it kind of opens up a bigger, bigger conversation of, and it reminded me too, I was looking at, you know, just Instagram, you know, today, and seeing people were showing the crowds this weekend at the Festival of the Arts. I remember when Festival of the Arts opened, I was there for the very first one, and it was yeah randomly mm-hmm. i was there for work and so i you know always as you guys know i always tag a disney trip if i'm in california or florida always tag a disney trip onto it so i don't have to pay for my flights and <laughs> um, uh i was watching like i mean it was it is wall-to-wall packed it looked like food and wine crowds and i was Jeez. usually back in the day january was like completely dead unless you were going like around martin luther king that's different um, but January is usually completely dead, and fe- and at least the first half of February, because then you start getting into um, spring break for um, colleges and schools and whatever. Um, but like, not anymore, yo, not anymore. Like, it is that, that is ain't cut, cutting. Like, it. it is constant wall to wall people all the time, and it's it's driving up prices. I mean, this is you know <laughs> capitalism at its best, right? So it's not just the Disney resort yeah. or Disney resorts that I'm seeing. So I just plugged in the dates that I was looking for and I'm on Disneyworld.com. Uh Dis- yeah. Me so too. I put in so this is for April 1st through April 5th. I mean just starting the first thing that pops up is Saratoga Springs. And I'm also getting the gift of magic room offer, which is for pass holders. So right now there's like a 35% disc supposed 35% discount uh, for annual pass holders while they can book. Uh, one great tip, guys. Um, always like check the if you if you go on to Disneyworld.com, scroll to the bottom of the screen where there's like kind of like fine print. And it's like that navigational guide at the bottom. There's a there's a line. Hold on, let me actually do it so I can talk about this a little more clearly. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, um, it says for assistance with your Walt Disney World vacation, um, blah blah blah. And so underneath that, there's just a navigation guide, right? And so if you look at um, places to stay, um, there's something. There's a hyperlink called special offers. And so if you click on special offers, I'm going to do it now just so you guys walk through this with me um there will always be you know deals discounts whatever what have you so like the first thing that pops up right now is explore all four parks with a ford park magic ticket four days from 89 dollars a day um and then they have oh so, so like you were talking about before the u.s military members enjoy specially priced theme park tickets in 2020 um which have, yeah. go up every year guys the first year matt and i started going it was like 199 dollars for four days now it's like 230 yeah, for yeah. four days which is i mean now i'm all like, like bitchy yeah, but there's, all, <laughs> like, so there's like all guys. kinds of like little little like i shouldn't say little so the one that i'm using here is the pass holders save up to 35 percent on rooms at select disney resort hotels in early 2020 stays most nights january 1st through april 25th of 2020 and you have to book through april 25th obviously um but there are other offers so there's like another pa- pass holder offer where it's like 30 percent at olani which is the resort in um, in Hawaii, uh, pass holders save up to 
if you book it now, but you're staying through April 1st to July 9th. So the moral story is make sure you check those special offers because you get some additional discounts. Yeah. And uh, one quick thing, let me, let me try and see my phone doesn't open up, but my friend from Florida just contacted me the other day because she's like, you're the Disney <laughs> queen. Like, tell me, is this a good deal? If you're a Florida resident right now, let me see if I can find that link. Uh, sorry guys. Where are you at? There it is. Right now, there is a deal going on for Florida residents. You get three oh days. Oh my God, Kobe's Brian's daughter died in that crash too. Oh God. Oh, sorry, shit. we don't mean it. Just like pops up on our phone. Sorry. Ugh, that sucks, dude. Sorry. That's that's so bad. Okay, so for Florida residents, right now. You can get a three-day Discover Disney ticket for $175. And then you can add a fourth day for $49, making it a grand total of $195 for four yeah. parks. <clears throat> and that's all in the same area? The special these, offer these are, um, oh, okay. I, I didn't see it down there, but I have a link if you guys want it. Um, but And it's for Florida residents only, but it's good between... I think February and June thirtieth. I can't. I can't see the start date, but it says good through June thirtieth. Yeah, I mean. So, if you're Florida resident, it, hop on yeah. that. So, um, because like moral stories, like this it is not getting cheaper here, guys. Uh, and this is no exception. So I'm just looking at those dates. So the first thing that pops up for me, and I didn't do any special filters. It's any of the resorts. Um, Saratoga Springs, four seventy a night. No. <laughs> Is that the, are, do the, um, did you no, do I didn't, price actually. low to high? I just, it just showed up like Disney. I, oh, sort by Disney picks. I didn't like pick that particularly, but let me do low to high. Let's see that. So the cheapest one <laughs> is the campsites at 143 a night. Um, then the all, I know the all stars oh, at 163 a night. Oh, and these are also not, ex- nope. these are not excluded. Not these are excluding taxes guys. So this is not including, um, that. Right. So, and we've talked about this before, guys, and I, I think Brady and I keep a <laughs> keep a balanced view on um, how we do Disney because, you know, I tend to do a bougier side of Disney and uh, Brady does the more value size and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's great because whichever, you know, income level you guys are in, you have both sides to see. So we want to make sure that you do get both sides. So for the resorts that I normally stay, I mean, I'm not going to be like, okay, guys, I usually stay at deluxe resorts and a story. So it's starred the cheapest one right now is Disney Animal Kingdom Villas, Kidani Village at $4.90 a night. That's like, I mean, and maybe some of you guys are on this level, whatever. That's usually like where I would like to, that's my cap usually is around $500. And that's still like stupid because if, if, if I, I completely recognize that that's silly. Like I'm not trying to like tout myself because at the end of the day the quality of the rooms like you're paying for the disney touch the quality of the rooms like mm-hmm. i could get in a, probably a nicer room and i have at the waldorf ps when when at disneyland for when i stayed there that room was nice as hell and i paid for less um or at you know a, another local like a really nice marriott or jw marriott or whatever so i get it or the beach club villas here 524 a night boardwalk 539 what's the most expensive here 
It's like real stupid. The villas at Disney Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, eight seventy eight a night. Who in the hell is paying that? Like, I really want to know. Who is paying eight seventy eight a night? Probably for like foreigners, uh, like right, like British people. When I when I, yeah, when I get my when I get my TV show from you to new, and I make all that money, then you bet your ass I will at least once. Um, but damn. Yeah, that's uh. That is extra, make extra. And it sucks because, you know, we, I'm just annoyed. I'm just like looking at this and I'm just annoyed because then that that causes me to look at Swan and Dolphin, right? So you can, if you want to stay at the uh, Disney Swan and Dolphin, which is co-owned by Marriott, um, you actually have to go to the Marriott website. So I'm going to do that right now. I, and I've talked about this on the show before, um, I'm a Titanium member with Marriott. So um, I yeah, I'm gonna need some of your uh, your, your points. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I want your I want your Delta you points. Delta. So I, can, I don't know which ones I would want more. I, I, so I so I can so I can uh, I need to borrow your Delta points so I can go to Florida in in May. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's. Why do I have to sign in? Come on, yo! I don't even know my password. I'm trying to find how much Matt and I paid for right our stay in May. We're going May 3rd through May 10th with my family. And we booked like almost two years yeah, ago. Oh, wow. So I can't even tell you what the price was. Um, but now I'm, I put, I plugged in those dates, uh, May 3rd to May 10th on Disney resorts yeah. or whatever. Uh, price low to high. The campsites, $98. And then the cheapest hotel available right now. Uh, the standard rate is $374. That's the cheapest. <sighs> And then the Sun and Fun room offer is two ninety nine, which would probably be about uh, the equivalent of the military stay. Um, kind of, it, I guess it depends on which one of these I choose. Yeah. But that's the cheapest, and we're staying at uh, Pop Century. That's not even on here. That's not even a an oh for option. that week, yeah. And for that week, and then the next one, Art of Animation, which is like the equivalent price-wise of pop century is standard rate $489 a night $391 for the sun and fun room offer and I'm like that's freaking art of animation the freaking Disney's animal kingdom villas the the Kidani villas are cheaper right now than art of animation weird so oh and by the way so I, I just opened up my Marriott app on my phone and I'm looking at to see what swan swan and dolphin is actually sold out at this time so it's not even available. Um, the World Orlando World Center Marriott, which is actually a really really nice resort. Um, I've had to go there for work functions a lot. My in laws stay there a lot. It's two sixty nine a night, which is totally doable. Um, but still, I don't want to. It's still a good fifteen minute drive. So that would annoy the hell out of me. Um, I'm such I'm such a lazy ass. I like to walk to my I like to walk <laughs> to my parks. Okay, it's my vacation. It's my birthday. Get off my ass. It's my birthday. It's my party. I can be bougie if I want to. Wait, what the fuck? I'm trying to. Okay, so I'm looking at the Waldorf just because, you know, I love the Waldorf. Why does it keep putting? No, I don't want to arrive on January and leave in April. I mean, that would be fun for everyone. But, I mean, I'm not going to. (laughs) Good God. I don't. Oh, my God. I don't know what I would do with myself. I would absolutely love that no never i want to be there forever in my whole life oh god i think this is 623 a night okay settle settle you settle your ass 623 what is this oh no 381 oh okay i could get a 381 that's that's cool maybe we'll stay here 
because the Waldorf was so nice. And we talked about them on my um, our food and wine trip report. Disneyland for One and I stayed at the Waldorf, and it was exquisite. And the service is, in my opinion, sometimes better than the Disney Resort. So highly recommended. And it's a Hilton. I mean, Waldorf was owned by Hilton. So for me to go away from a Marriott and stay there and be like, this is the bomb, kids. So... <laughs> kids <laughs> this has been our struggle uh trying to to figure out where we're gonna go um and when we're gonna stay and as you guys know i travel for my job i'm gone a lot i have to leave tomorrow and i have to be gone the following next week so probably having to wear a mask with this coronavirus going around uh which freaks me out a bit um so it's been really really frustrating and just kind of opened up you know the conversation that they're opening more hotels like they obviously just opened the riviera they opened the new tower at Coronado. They have, and I was just reading about um, they're doing, you know, some significant building on the new resort that um, nature, what is it going to be called? For reflections, I think, over by the Wilderness Lodge. Um, there's going to be like, it's going to be like very Pocahontas themed. Like there's going to be a giant statue of Pocahontas and like all this crap. And I was like, oh, yes, love. I watched Pocahontas twice this week. I don't know why. I was feeling it in my soul. <laughs> Needed, Girl, I love, needed to be connected to, to the colors of the wind. I don't know what was going on. But like, so I, so I cannot, it's very hard for me to, uh, because my schedule changes so much, it's very hard for me to schedule so far in advance. And I understand, you know, from a financial aspect, a lot of people do need to schedule far in advance. And what's cool about the Disney website is you can make a, I think it's what, a $200 deposit? And then you can pay up to 30 days before, correct? That's if you do the uh, tickets and meal with your with your hotel. If you just want the hotel, then you You're pay right. the price You're of the first right. night Thank plus you. tax, and then you can and then you can pay that off You're all the right. way up until right. the day you show up. Uh, but if if you do the tickets and the meal, then you can pay it off up to yeah. thirty days. So that, then, and that's fantastic, especially for families. You know, I was talking with my in laws; <laughs> they're going to Disney in a couple weeks or in a couple months, like in March sometime. So we were, of course, the majority of our conversation was le- last night was about Disney. It was very pleasurable, <laughs> and you know, it's. I mean, that's a family of five, and that's that's a ton of money you're having to just like drop down. Um, and, and they're Marriott people too. So they, you know, save their points. Another great thing about, you know, using points and you can do this at the Swan and Dolphin too, um, is that you can, you know, put everything on one particular, your Marriott credit card and then be able to change those points out for, um, resorts. I mean, that's how Nick and I travel in Europe. I don't pay for hotels in Europe. I just put, use points and I get like super ass nice hotels. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. So I wish there was, why isn't there like a Disney rewards for, (laughs) Why aren't there points? I'm telling you. Like, what are they doing? Dude, for real. But that was my... Needed. Hopefully this, like, kind of, you know, showed, gave you guys some tips on how 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 it is to book these days, book a vacation um, for Disney, especially a short, uh, like, a, I guess this would be sort of impromptu, but it's not. It's, like, two months in advance. But I think for a lot of people, that's considered impromptu. Um. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. When I was when I lived in Florida, I would I would go pretty short notice yeah. like that. Like for me, like yeah. I have to, we we have to fly where I live in Ohio, so it's not it's not a quick jaunt. And when I was growing up, we had to drive. <laughs> Help mm-hmm. us I gotta I gotta fly in May, so I I need to look at my card for life from that. Dude, this was in the nineties. Okay, listen to this shit. This is in the nineties. We're driving down 
from Ohio right down to Florida. And my grandma also used to live in Florida. So we would stay with her too and, and go over to Disney. And she was in it, that, that she was an annual pass holder. And um, one of the main reasons why I'm such a big Disney nerd is because my grandma lived there and we, and, and her and her uh, man friend, I don't know what his actual title was, but like <laughs> they would constantly go. So we would always go. And unfortunately my grandma passed away two months ago. So it's, it was sad to have oh, all those, yeah. you know, Disney memories kind of pop up. But anyways, in the 90s, um, <laughs> they didn't really have TVs in cars, but there was this thing you could do where you could get like a real tiny TV and you could plug it into the cigarette lighter. And our <laughs> like jackasses had this like big, like, like you know, what is it, 12-inch TV like in the middle and like plugged it into our cigarette lighter. And it was like draining the battery of our car. But it was like the only way. I could handle driving down there because I can't, I can't, I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. Can't be a long drive. If there's not something like entertaining me. Luckily, I don't get car sick, so that didn't bother me. I do if I if I read. I I cannot yeah. read and like be in yeah, a car at the same time. I will feel feel ill. Yeah, I I feel bad because you know I, my best friend does that as well. So she can't read in cars, and I'm like, oh my god, like what do you do? <laughs> Just like stare off at his face. Like I do. Well, or I try to chat as much as If you're as driving, I can. like that's where I would be like, I'm gonna drive. Because I have to have something entertaining me. Otherwise, I will lose my mind. <laughs> you have to have the the souls like be responsible for the souls yeah. on board. <laughs> to, to keep, keep myself <laughs> occupied. <laughs> like I could doze off yeah. if I want to. Yeah, so so that's this week, guys. Sorry to have some downer pieces of information, yeah. especially like midway there. Sorry about that, but just read, that just popped up on my phone. So that's shitty. But hopefully this was able to Terrible. bring a couple of laughs to you on this very sad Sunday. So, but hey, also let us know what you think about our new little intro blip that we're doing. We're trying yeah. that out. And I think it makes us sound really professional. It's professional. That's it for this week. I am Annie at WDW Collective. And I am Brady at Brady Cam and still looking at hotel prices because now I'm interested. Just don't depress yourself further. Well, no, I'm looking at Marriott and Hilton now, like just just for kicks and gigs, you know? That's so, so continuing what we were saying before we were almost like man maybe we because i was joking around like saying oh i really want to go to london for i love london some people don't love london i love london um and i was like maybe we should go there for my birthday because it might be cheaper and p.s actually it is in this particular week it is cheaper to go to europe to london at least than to deal i mean you should go to you should check out prices for an uh overseas disney Oh, I can't get Nick to go. Well, I can't get Nick to go to Paris. It's a whole other conversation, but like he's not interested in going to Paris for some reason. Uh, is it his birthday or your birthday? It is my birthday. Yes, indeed. Looks like he's going to Paris. <laughs> no, no, I'd probably want to go to London over that, but um, and just hang, hang, out, for, hang out for a couple of days. I love London. It's my fave. But okay. all right, all sorry right, guys. to digress, guys. We keep digressing. <laughs> right there at the end. You guys almost made it. And then we just yeah. and then we was trailed off again. We're so sorry. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace out. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody.